welcome to the Christian Call Center where Jesus is on the main line and we're online too. All right, all right. Welcome back. It's another episode. We on episode 13. Let's go. Yay. Yeah, we've been doing this back to back thing. It's really exciting. Like I'm really I'm really proud of us. We've been really, you know, putting ourselves forward, getting more more involved. You know. Doing a doggone thing. Yeah. But yeah, like, as y'all know, we're doing this little summer series called The Courtship. Last week, we talked scouting. This week, though, you know, we did our preliminary searches. We, we did all the we did all the first little we put our feelers out. But now it's time to narrow down the field. It's draft day. Draft day. Bro, this is not the NBA. I mean, yeah, but it's it's a, it's a similar concept, though. I mean, true, because right now, drafting is all about getting to know the people that you met during your scouting season. So sticking with the NBA analogy, um, you know, when it's time for, for the drafts, like all the players are kind of like waiting around after being scouted by the coaches, like the coaches came to their games or blah, blah, whatever. Now it's time to see, you know, if they're actually interested. So they're waiting around for that call, that text, that notification that basically said, you know, they made it and they about to start preparing to potentially be on this team. So when you were out there scouting and talking to people and all that stuff, you probably pulled some phone numbers or whatever now you actually got to text these people. Now you actually got to communicate with them. Like you can't just leave it at that. There's a next step. And that's what the drafting season is all about. It's about following up with all of those people who you met during scouting and seeing if they are el eligible men and women to go on dates with. Okay. All right. Um, break it down a little bit further. I mean, if we want to take it a little, if we want to take it a little biblically, we can talk about uh, Esther a little bit. I know it's it's if it sounds crazy, but hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. Okay. Because when before before you know Esther did her thing saving the 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 Hebrews from destruction or whatever, there was a time when she was just a random Jew woman in when the Hebrews were in captivity. And the king of Persia put aside his wife and was searching for a new one. And through his servants and whatever, they picked out a whole bunch of people who they thought would fit the qualities that their king would like. And the king had to choose amongst those women. And ultimately, he ended up choosing Esther after, you know, they each you know, showed off what what made them special. And out of all those people, Esther was the choice. And we know the rest of the story, so. Okay, so bringing it back to the sports analogy. So when it comes to driving in sports, 
um, the coaches, the coaching staff, they look at the players' stats, how they perform during their time in high school, college, how they perform during pre-workout, their um, agility test or whatever to see what they would be like on the team. How would we apply that to, to dating? Well, let's let's go back to the Esther situation real quick because I'm we gotta connect all three of these things together because we got Esther, we got the NBA or the NFL or sports in general, and then we got Christian dating. So this whole situation with Esther, and I'm sorry, y'all, I'm going to use the VeggieTales version to explain this because <laughs> it just makes so much more sense. Oh, sickening! I hate it, but. If, if you watch the VeggieTales edition of Esther, right, the king did his little talent show or whatever in order to pick, you know, who he wanted. So like John said, you know, his people kind of had an idea of what the king would like. And it's nice to know that you got, you know, good friends out there to help you out in this situation. So that's definitely an addition to this whole thing. So he sent his little friends out there and be like, hey, look, I like this, 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 and this. Bring me back some possibilities. Um, so kind of similar to, you know, and uh, sports scouting, you might not just get, get scouted by the one coach. You might get scouted by multiple people on that team. They might send the assistant coach or whoever. Like, it might be more than just the head coach. So, you know, they're out there watching you and whatever and they might come back with some notes like okay this person has this this person has this this person has this that's that's the whole drafting situation so now you're like well the scouting situation so now you're like okay after you saw out of like say the the 50 people that you saw you like these 10 so now the king in the story of Esther had these 10 people that he's like, okay, like I could probably draw from. So this is when they actually meet. And then, like I said, with the VeggieTales version, <laughs> the king had a little talent show. So after he did his scouting, now we're at the dress. Okay. So he's like, okay, these 10 are cool. I'm going to get to know them. Now it's time for the tryouts. Let's do this talent show. This is when during this tryout season, I'm about to narrow it down. And this could go one or two ways for a lot of people. You can either narrow it down like he did to one because he picked Esther or you can kind of like trickle trickle it out like, okay, there might be two or three that I'm kind of still into, kind of, sort of. Let me just, I might need some more time to figure it out. So this whole uh, drafting tryouts preseason, it's like a, it's a circle effect because you might skip steps, you might... Uh, go through all three but sometimes you might have to go back because you know if you don't find that person you might have to start this process all over again so anyway back to uh the story of esther the veggie tales version the story of esther um the king had these tryouts for uh this talent show and through that you know he like picked and choose he had his thumbs up thumbs down for the people he liked people he didn't like so he was going through all that Till he got to Esther, Esther saying beautifully, and he was like, yeah, that's it. That's the one. Similarly, like I said, to like sports, um, you know, they have to like run through the stats. They have to know, um, you know, what good qualities these people have to be on the team. Like, are they strong? Can they run fast? Um, depending on whatever team or what position, 
do you know how to block? Do you know how to shoot? Do you know, you know, like what, what, where are your skills? Where are your talents? What areas do you excel in? But you also have to know weaknesses as well. Okay. This person might excel in, um, running, but they might be bad at blocking or they might excel in throwing, but they're bad at kicking. Like this is when you find all of that stuff out. So then eventually you're like, okay, is this person going to fit? Can I accept them with the good and the bad? And that's where we get to like this preseason slash cuffing season slash, it can be a very quick process. So it kind of flows very smoothly, but yeah, that's my little explanation to how to connect all those things together. Okay, you say you um you said something about knowing ahead of time um what are good qualities. How do we how do we figure that out? Like what are some good first date questions to ask to figure out those qualities? Well, but well before you go on a date you have to know what you're looking for so like let's start there what are good qualities like when you okay because again we went from scouting to drafting so now we're at this point where we're like okay like i said you pulled a couple of numbers you're like now i have to try these people out now i have to go on a date with them so when you go on that date what is it that as you're talking to that person you're like okay, this is good for me or this is bad for me. So like for you guys, like if you were to go on a date with somebody and you're having a conversation, because you have to know this before you even go on the date, you have to know what is going to be like, oh no, I'm not accepting that. Or yeah, I can kind of, I can kind of accept this, but this may be like a, you know, one of them seesaw moments or this is a good quality. I'm running with this. Like, what does that look like for y'all? Uh, I guess I can start. Um, well, for me, first and foremost, I got to know that we believe the same thing, or if not, at least something similar enough that we find common ground. Because ultimately, if I want somebody who's going to be a partner to me for the rest of my life, because ideally, that's what you want when you start dating. I suppose I want to know that we're saying the same thing. Cause if not, then what are we even doing here? You know? So I think that that right there is the biggest thing. Like, what do we, what do you believe? How do you see the world? What, what do you want out of life? Those are like big things that I feel like I need to know, which I guess are kind of heavy questions to ask on a first date, but also I feel like that's kind of important if you want there to be a second, third, fourth, fifth date. So that's me. I kind of so like only, I'm sorry, that's like the only thing that matters. As long as you guys are like speaking the same thing, y'all believe in Jesus Christ, Him crucified, all that, that's it. Like there's nothing else that's kind of like. No, I was saying that's the big ones. Like, I mean, but that's what I'm asking. Like, give you know, give me some more. Like, what what are some things that's gonna make you stay? You know, um, personality. Like, jump out guess, the window in the bathroom. 
You gotta have personality. Okay. You gotta make people um, laugh. I feel like know. a lot of things would be observations more than questions. Um, like for example, if say it's a restaurant date, and you know how they treat the how they treat the wait staff, things like that. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. how how respectful they are of other people and their time and their effort into doing things. You know how they treat others in general. Yeah, because like sometimes you'll go out with with somebody and and all they can do is talk about somebody else or all they can do is, you know, start mess, you know, and you don't want to be around somebody like that. Um, I guess we could talk about, like I said, things you want out of life, like your ambitions, your goals in life things you would like to do, but maybe haven't been able to do just yet. Things of that nature, like future things. And also what you like to do right now. Like, what are your hobbies? What are... What do you like to do when you're leisure time? What do you like to do yeah. for fun? Yeah, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Conversation in general. Okay, so like going into it, you're kind of like, okay, these are some good things that, that I'm looking for in this person that I'm about to sit down on this date with. I'm looking to see, like, are they going to meet kind of these expectations? Or these, these are my stats. And I have to, or this is, yeah, the I, ideal player that I want to put on the team. <laughs> these are the stats that I'm looking for. So now you take the step further. You're on the date. First of all, let's talk about what are some good dates to even have. What's appropriate? What's not appropriate? Like, where are we taking these people? I mean, mean, the the basic dinner and a movie could be a good one. Uh, Brunch, lunch. Somewhere Mm -hmm. public around a lot of people. Okay. You don't want to give the wrong idea. And you also never know if somebody's crazy. That too. Correct. So definitely public. Definitely um, a place that you know, like a place that you've been to before. I would definitely recommend that on the first date. Because um, one, you want you want to be comfortable. Um, and two, you like you also want to like be familiar with the surroundings because again, if something goes to the left, you gotta know where the exits are. Yeah, you might be friendly yeah. with the waiter or the waitress and be like, "Hey, if I give you a signal, I need you to help me." You know, I would definitely say at least for date number one, be in some place that you know, so that way you can feel a little safe and secure. Right. Um, um, go ahead. Oh, I I didn't have anything. I was just go ahead. Oh. Um yeah, so like I said, so now we're in the process of, you know, you text these people and you're like, okay, cuz this this again goes back to applying to girls and guys cuz I'm the type of person I'm like I'm probably not going to ask anybody out on the first date. That's definitely not my cup of tea. Um <laughs> so for me, me being in this season of like drafting and tryouts, I'm the one that's going to wait for that kind of call notification. But in the process, I'm probably going to, you know, 
open the lines of communication. I might be like, hey, how's it going? This is such and such. I got your number. And kind of like start that initial conversation. Definitely on a platonic, very friendly level. Nothing too like out there flirtatious. This is just like talking to a friend because they are your friend at this point or you're trying to get them to be your friend. Um, so keep it very, very simple, I would say, as far as like that conversation is concerned. Um, but um, but in the process, my thought is eventually they would want to continue this conversation in person so we can get to the date. Like what what about you? Like how would you go through that process of going from I got the number to let's go on a date? I mean, I imagine it'd be, you know, just over the course of conversation, like if if you're getting to the point where because obviously there was something that that drove you to get that person's number like clearly you wanted to talk to them outside of whatever situation that you met the person in so if conversation leads to a point where you know hey i'd like to get to know this person even better Mm -hmm. and in person you know they'll be like hey you know i'm liking where these conversations are going would you like to go out sometime just real simple like that. Mm-hmm. Is is there a a wrong way to ask somebody out? I imagine so. I I I I don't think like obviously you can't just drag somebody out and be like, oh, we're on a date now. Mm-hmm. Or I mean, de- definitely, I feel like the most important thing is being honest with your intentions. Yeah. Like, like I guess what what I'm asking is like I feel like that should be like clear, you know, from the get go. Because we're in this whole thing, we're we're trying to avoid these like so called talking stages and situationships. Like we don't want that. We're trying right. to be intentional. Because I think talking stage is so confusing to me. Like everybody's talking. Like I'm confused. What is a talking stage? Um, we're trying to avoid that because that doesn't make any sense. You either want this to go somewhere or you don't just be completely honest and if you don't want it to go anywhere you are not the person for me um but so so in that i'm saying you know for me because i'm not going to ask the person out if i'm having a conversation and this person's like okay let's hang out is is my next step to be like is this a date Like, should uh, I make that clear prior to? If this is somebody you feel like you want to date, then yes. Make I mean, I don't necessarily know that yet, but I but I'm saying like. Okay, well, no, just just two people hanging out. Unless he makes he or she makes it known that it's a date, then don't go into anything expecting anything. Right, but I guess what my question is 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 that me setting setting myself up you know what i mean like again if if we're talking about is it too much to say if we're dating with intention is it too much to call it a date is that like is that like scaring people off because like for me a hangout is like there's no clear cut do you kind of get what i'm trying to ask here so like do you want to do you want to firmly be like i'm asking you out on a date yeah that's basically, think- my bad. that's basically what i was saying like 
make the intentions known. If it's a date, it's a right. date. Like if you if no, you want to ask no. somebody on a date, then ask somebody on a date. Like right, don't. but that's what I'm saying. But what I guess what I'm asking is like, should should I avoid? Or I'm speaking for anybody. Should you you avoid saying answering somebody and saying, "Oh, I just want to hang out." Like, does that make their intentions clear that they might not want something further? Mm-hmm. I feel like if somebody responds like that, they might not be at the same place you are. Because maybe, okay. maybe like you, maybe like you, you want to date somebody, mm-hmm. and you're sure that you want to date somebody, mm-hmm. but maybe they're not quite sure. So they're like to to kind of ease the pressure on themselves mm-hmm. and you theoretically. They'll be like, let's just make it a hangout, mm-hmm. you know. So there's not that that like pressure of okay, this is absolutely a romantic situation. So certain expectations. Which, which obviously don't have to be there if there's a date, but like, I feel like it's it's common knowledge that certain things, date uh, the word date brings certain connotations and expectations. True, that a hangout may not necessarily imply. That is true. So some people use terminology different. Some people. I don't know how to explain it, but there's some people who assume that hanging out is a date. If y'all get what I'm trying to say, they don't necessarily say, "Hey, let's on a date." Hey, let's hang out, and mm-hmm. that could mean a date to them. Yeah. So I guess it it would be. I guess the more you learn that person, the more you would know whether or not this person is actually trying to date me, or they're just trying to hang out and kind of like do that little situation. Thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it just depends on the person. Okay. All right. So we went from scouting to like texting. Oh, because Brandy, you didn't answer the question. So, um, because you mentioned before that you would be okay with asking somebody else. So, what would be your approach? You got this 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 guy's number. Uh, now you guys are texting and talking. How would you approach? asking them out i mean i'm not shy at all like if i like something i'll make it known so i'll just come straight up like i want to go on a date can let's let's go do something okay so you would actually use the word date i think it depends on. Like if I like the thing that I want to do, like if I want to go to Top Golf or something, or want to go laser tagging, let's go hang out and let's go do something fun. But like if I want to like have like laid back chill, like a dinner or something, like a little like let's go. What about this going to date? I don't know. I don't know. This is just me though. I don't know. Okay, so you're saying depending on what you actually do will determine the word that you use. Pretty much, <laughs> but it's all okay. the same thing to be honest. Okay, all right. Okay, so we scouted, we got the number, we're talking, we're texting, we made a hangout slash date depending on the circumstances. Um, so, and then we know what we're looking for because obviously, like you know, we thought about this and we're like, I want a God fearing man who makes six figures or whatever your list is. Um, now we're on the date. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about conduct. Let's talk about, yeah, let's talk about conduct first. 
what when you're on the date because you're you're now this person is now on trial i would say this person this is the time when you're sitting here trying to decide does this person deserve the rest of my night or afternoon or whatever um or am i never going to see this person again so let's talk about the approach now is this person picking you up are you meeting them at a location what's the advice here first and i feel like most important thing is the comfortability of both of you mm-hmm. so like some some people some women and some people in general are not comfortable with being picked up by somebody else they would rather get to where they're going on their own correctly I'm sorry, especially you know. if they're just meeting the yeah. person or haven't known them that long. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that that depends on again, that's all in getting to know the person. Like if you know if if you've gotten to that stage to know that this is the type of person who would prefer to meet somewhere meet somewhere separately, then you do that. If this is the type of person who doesn't mind being picked up, you do that. But it's all about make, ensuring that everybody's comfortable so that way you can start off on a good note. Right. Okay. Um, so then attire for you and your date. Like if they showed up in sweatpants and a t-shirt and y'all going to dinner I was about to say, are we at the gym? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm just asking. Like, I guess it would depend on where we're going. But yeah, like, I was just about to say that. Um, like, what would be acceptable for, I guess, okay, say we're, okay, let's talk about um, the typical dinner in a movie. How would you want them to come? I mean, Actually, I'm all I'm all about comfort, comfortability, like, just, mm-hmm. just comfortably or whatever. But at the same time, if we're going to a dinner in the movie, I would I would at least expect like jeans and a t-shirt. Don't come in like no slides or sweatpants and Slide white tees. Yeah, like that you've been wearing for three weeks. <laughs> right. right. Like at least at least put on something decent. Clean up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make sure, brothers, do make sure you get your hygiene together. Facts. Like fix your hair. Ladies up, too. Your, ladies your, too. Get your nails. Clean your nails. Make sure you wash your hands. Mm-hmm. I, I've, I've seen some. I've seen don't just, some stuff don't in just, these movies. Don't just go all day like you like you just spent the entire day out, and then you just Ooh, throw on some clothes, spray. What's I don't. Even, it's not even Axe no more, but whatever. Spray it over and hope it hides the stink, and then exactly. go out on a date. Like, right. Because we're here bad. talking about dating with intention. So think about this. As an interview, yeah, this is an interview, bro. You put your best foot forward. So if you're if you're also within the same mindset, because again, we're not talking about these what everybody else in society is doing in these lax relationships that everybody's trying to have. We're talking about purpose dating. We're talking about intention dating. So this is different than just these little hangouts with these fly by nights. I'm gonna keep using that word. Um, that people out here doing. So again, if you have that same mindset, you have to, like you said, present yourself as if, cause you wouldn't go 
you about to meet with the CEO of Google, you're not going in those slides in a t-shirt. You about to pull out your best So if you're really trying to impress this girl or you're really trying to impress this man, you would want to make sure that you're presented in a way that makes them see, okay, this girl got a good head on their shoulders. This guy has a good head on their shoulders. I can see good qualities in them. I can see God in them. I can see, you know what I mean? Like I can see somebody who is also kingdom minded like I am. That is also under the same, potentially could have the same values and morals that I have because they're presenting themselves in a way that I can see this ain't just somebody who's trying to get me in the sack. All that can come off before you even say one word. Because it's all about how you carry yourself. I agree. I agree. But then again, it also depends on the situation. Like, if you go in the top golf, like if you've been to top golf, you're outside. So if you go in the top golf in the middle of the summer, I don't expect you to be all suited and booted, dressed comfortably. If you want to wear some shorts, wear some shorts. Because I don't like to be hot. That'll make me upset, irritated. So I'm going to dress for the occasion, basically. Agreed. Dress for the occasion, but don't just pull something out your laundry bag, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Thanks. You know, be intentional with, with the shorts that no, you have to no, put I'm on. I'm not saying when, 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 no, when no, no uh, Daisy Dukes or some nickel, nickel bottoms that, that show I the bottom of your butt. In and my stuff. life, what is a nickel bottom? That's a country slang. <laughs> oh my God. Y'all in that country. Yeah, I'm not good, but yeah, I'm not saying in, in a tank top that show half your breasts. I'm not saying that, mm-hmm. but no. Yeah, you can be comfortable and cute, modest and cute, covered and cute, whatever you want to call it. You can look good without pulling somebody from the bottom, pulling something from the bottom of the barrel. Because not only are you grabbing the attention of the person you're with, you're grabbing the attention from other people too. And that's not correct. Correct. That is very, very true. Okay. You want to grab the wrong type of attention, but. Right. And then you also don't want to portray, yeah, grabbing the wrong type of attention. You also don't want to portray that to the person that is actually with you, you know, because you got now you got all these outside looking and. Also, they people notice that. So, like, if I'm on a date with you and you're wearing something that's, like, attention-grabbing, I'm going to notice the fact that everybody else's eyes are on you. They see that, you know? So, for, for women, for men, if men are looking at me and I got the skimpiest outfit on, they're going to see that everybody else in the room is also looking at me. And then you don't know what's going on in that other person's head too. So now they're potentially drawing conclusions on, is this person trying to grab my attention or everybody's attention, you know? And you don't want to, you don't want to give that message across at all because again, we're dating with intention, dating with purpose. If I'm here and I'm with you, I'm expecting that I'm giving you a certain level of attention and you're also giving me a certain level of attention. You know, so I'm not expecting you giving me and the entire room the intention as well. I agree. Some of that can be unavoidable now because, you know, some people are really good looking. 
and you know, it's, not, it's not like you're intending to do it but again it's 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 how you present yourself if it's unavoidable i'm not saying that because people are going to look regardless but if again controlling the narrative My nature, you, could, yeah. you know make sure and even if people are staring you also don't want to unintentionally feed into it because sometimes people do that like they'll notice um everybody's staring so they start to like do things without even realizing that they're grasping the attention of everybody around them Um, so that's also another thing to be mindful of especially for like the people who can't really avoid avoid people looking i would say just make sure that the person that you're on a date with knows that you have their undivided attention regardless of what's going on um in your surroundings So, when it comes to these kind of dates, are we asking like the deep, deep questions? Are we going to scratch the surface and then get deeper as time progressed? That's I feel like, I feel like, because like it depends on where where I guess what stage the situation is because like. This is first date. First date. Well, my question is, would you ask about salary on the first date? No. Yeah, we that talking straight up first date. This is where we're at that right now. That's business, drafting season. First date. Yeah. But it's a potential like mate, though. I don't know you like that to be asking your salary. <laughs> that's crazy. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a good point. It it depends on the person. And I think this could, this depends on the conversations you may or may not have had prior to that first initial date. Yeah. Only because, again, this goes back to not portraying something that you don't want to be. Um, You don't want them to think that money is important to you, you know? So you have to, if you are going to ask. You got to be careful how you ask. Like how, because you're saying, should you ask, how would you ask them? I don't know. I was asking y'all. Because <laughs> I wouldn't ask that. I really wouldn't ask you, but I was just, I was curious to see how, how other people think. Okay. So if, if that were to come up, because they do talk about there are taboo things that you shouldn't talk about politics, religion, that kind of thing. So if we are on the first date, because, you know, a lot of times you, you ask the very basic questions like, what do you do? So if somebody says, okay, well, I am, you know, a financial advisor. I said, that's kind of why I asked huh? like, that because, you know, people be like, okay, so what do you do for a living? What do you work? What do you do yeah. for work or whatever? And if somebody come out, oh, I'm a CEO of, of, of a, this type of company, okay, so if, do you ask how much they make? Like, if you're, if you're curious about that type of business, like, do you ask or do you just like oh, okay you just got a good job you make a lot of money and yeah here's what i don't know if it's if it's relevant to you to ask like say if that like you said it's a field you wanted to enter then you're okay. like oh, okay then this is more information for me but okay okay on the first yeah. date straight up asking salary i feel like that's crazy you could also use that as an excuse you know, like you oh, really don't want to do that. So, how much you trying to make? Yeah, just ask in general. Or your second option is just remember what they say and, and then kind of look up like the standard salary when you get home. 
<laughs> like Google what's it. the average salary for a financial advisor? Like, you know, and then you kind of have like a ballpark of what this person makes. So, okay, you figure out what this person makes. What does what does that change? What does that do? Like, does that matter? I'm asking, like, does that matter? To some people it does. Um, straight up like that. But in this series, what we're talking about, it should not matter on the first date. That's very true. I was just curious. Yeah. If if that's okay. what you want to do outside of this, we're trying to build kingdom relationships. Outside right. of this, if you want to do that, more power to you. But for us, we're trying to get to know the person, not their materials. Because their materials the can come and go. They can lose their job that same night. Will you still want to pursue this relationship if they lose their job? Ooh. That's what matters in these kingdom relationships. Because again, we're trying to get to marriage. And the vows say, for better, for worse, this is for poorer. You try to be with me for richer or poorer, like so for these kingdom relationships, are are you asking about their their religion on the first day? Like, are you asking if they believe in Jesus what their relationship is like? So you answer that straight out the gate on the first day. Do you believe in Jesus? So you think that should be like one of the first questions you ask on the first date? It might not be the first question that I ask. Well, not one, not the first question, but like, is that something you want to know on the first date? But I'm gonna be honest. I, I, I say that. I, I tell them about me because normally, like I said, when you're on a date with somebody, they ask you, okay, so like, kind of like an interview. Tell me a little bit about yourself. I tell them I'm a pastor's kid. So you take that how you want to take it. I'm gonna let you know straight up. I, I am a pastor's kid. So that means clearly I have a, a, a church background. I always tell people, um, I'm, I'm a church girl. That's the first thing I say. I'm a church girl. Right. I'm in church, church all the time. Reads her Bible. <laughs> <laughs> so right. yeah. So I, I that's me though. And again, going back to again, we're building these kingdom relationships. So it it really, if you want to say that, it depends on your relationship with God because. Some people, that might not be something that they put at the forefront, but I'm saying if you're really, truly looking for a godly man, a godly woman, I would say let that be known because if somebody is not willing to or is not even remotely interested or, you know what I mean, it's going to create problems in the future. So I would say if you're really trying to date with purpose, date with intention, I think that's something that you should know like straight out of the gate. So is that a deal breaker? If they don't have a relationship or if they don't make it a priority, is that a deal breaker? Uh, for me, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What if, okay, okay. So what if what if I don't I don't think I don't know if I should ask this question. I don't know Go if ahead. it's relatable. What say so what if they're not and this is a potential person you can lead to Christ? <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. I would say this. Every everything, every opportunity you talk to another person is an opportunity for you to bring them to God. So Ooh. if that is if that is a, a lane, you know, like we may not date, but you know, go ahead and we can be friends and I'm a you know, give you the scripture, give you the word, and maybe you know, you can come to my church or some church, go get your truth and get saved. That is 100% an option. But I feel like if we're entering into this 
season of scouting, drafting, tryouts, cuffing, playoffs, all of these things, again, you're going in with a specific goal in mind. I mean, is this person going to like throw you off off that track? Because now, you know, you got this person who doesn't have a relationship with God. Is that delaying your process? Is that throwing you off course? Like, I feel like that's your assignment to consider. You just I feel like you have to know that it might. This might be your person. I don't know. This goes back to your relationship with God, because obviously you're consulting God through this whole entire thing. Mm -hmm. So. If you go on this date and this person is like, you know, I don't really have a relationship with Jesus. And then you go to God and like, God, I 100% enjoyed this date. This person matches a lot of the things that I feel like I need and want out of life. But (laughs) they don't have a relationship with you. What do I do? Take that to God, I feel like. Mm -hmm. And let God kind of guide your next steps because you don't. It would be bad if you invest your time and energy into something and it goes to the left. You know what I mean? Based on what right. you because I feel like a lot of times in relationships, you, you know, people move through these steps way too quickly. That's why we wanted to do mm-hmm. these series to break this stuff down for people to understand there are stages. There are things that you have to go through. Like you really have to take the time to know somebody without sleeping around. We're going to get to that part in, in a second. But you have to just know if this person is even worth your time. So if after the that first date, that second date, you're kind of like, okay, I'm liking this person a little bit more and a little bit more. And they might have that one thing that you're like, and that could be, again, your relationship with God. Talk to God about that and let God lead you and trust that God is going to handle the situation the way it's meant to be. But make sure that God is actually talking to you because that happens a lot. Sometimes, you know, your flesh gets in the way and you're like, you know, that girl on TikTok. I'm going to see for myself. Yo, I love her. I love her. Yeah, but for real, her TikTok's not related because God is straight up telling you, like, leave this dude alone. And you're like, but this, but this. And then God's like, nah. And then she's like, I'm going to see for myself. <laughs> like, what, what I you feel like I'll be putting my guardian angel through it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I feel like I'll be putting We really be putting it. the Lord through it. We really do. Right. So that I think that that would be my answer to that situation. I would personally say, and again, God knows us like we are his kids. So he knows mm-hmm. what we can deal with, not what we want to deal with, what we can deal with. Ooh, so for good. me, I would say I would not want that personally. Um, if I'm dating, I, I don't think I would want that because I'm going in with a specific intention and I would want that that person has the same basic foundation that I have. It doesn't necessarily mean that their relationship with God is like more stronger than mine or mine is stronger than theirs, but I would at least want them to have a solid foundation in God because at the end of the day, like this is supposed to be my leader. So I can't be leading him you know what I mean? So I don't know. Mm. That's a whole other topic, but yeah. Okay. Okay. That's good. So what are some red flags? What that, should you what what should you be looking <laughs> looking for on these first dates? <laughs> a lot of cause a lot of the times, bro. I'm gonna keep it real. We've been missing the flash. The flash right now, face. 
and we ignore them. So I I heard this um this it was this video that I watched where like it was it was saying like if you're looking at a flag right if you're looking at a flag from the side you can see the entire flag right because mm -hmm. the flagpole it, like if you hold up both of your hands right the flagpole is your left hand right mm -hmm. and then the flag is kind of portraying out of your left hand right that's mm -hmm. how you see a flag from its side right. right so if the flag is in front of you you're looking at the flag from the flagpole out right mm -hmm. you can't see the contents of that flag anymore right mm -hmm. okay so for people who are in the relationship in the situation the flag is in front of me so i can't see what's on that flag but who can see it the people in my circle because they're standing on the side of me and behind mm. me and in front of me and all around so they're seeing things that i can't see on that flag so Ooh. if we're thinking the American flag, they can see the stars, the stripes, all that. I might be able to see like the colors because, you know, we have peripheral vision, but I can't see every single thing that's on that flag. So that's the reason why we miss a lot of red flags, because we're we're looking at the flag head on. OK, see anything that's happening we don't even know the flag is red half the time. We so, just know a flag is there. So conversation-wise, I feel like you, you, I feel like there's some red flags based off off conversation or how they respond to some of your questions, Absolutely. if that makes sense. So we're going to say conversation-wise, what would be some red flags? The way you text. Explain. <laughs> I'm you sorry. text how you talk, dude. No, nah, I'm just okay. Well, yeah, I text how I talk. I speak. No, no, no. I was saying like, was that a red flag? People take how it they talk. It might not be a red flag, but it's it's a hundred percent gonna get under my skin. I'm not gonna lie, and maybe I'm being too harsh. I don't know, but I cannot. If I'm saying your as in Y O U apostrophe R E, and you are saying Y O U R. <laughs> Please get to step in. Like, I just need to know that you have a basic <laughs> grasp of the English language. I was yes. about to say, so all the, 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 the grammar. Yeah. Like, I just, correct grammar. Please. Because I just need to know that you know how to speak. Spelling words wrong. We have autocorrect on our phones. If you see the little red line, fix it. Sorry. <laughs> right. Okay. Just send the text. All right. So we're gonna say face to face conversation. Besides, besides texting, what are some conversation rates like? Mm. Do you have any? Do you know of any? Being too eager to talk over me. Yeah. And I feel like that's that's not just a relationship red flag, but that's a, I feel like that's a red flag in general for like any sort of situate like mm -hmm. friendships anything like that 
because like if if they're not willing to let you get a word in edgewise, that says one of two things. One, that they feel like their opinion is the only one that matters, and mm. two, that they're closed minded because they mm. don't want to do anything else. Judgmental. My dad always said an empty head carries a long tongue. So the more that they speak, the less that's going on up here. Because they're trying to overcompensate for the fact that they don't know. So they feel if they talk a lot. That sounds smart. You won't know that yeah. they don't know. Exactly. Yeah. That's good. That's good. That's definitely one. Honestly, it it I feel like I'm being real picky, y'all. And I told hey, this, this is why I told God I threw out my list because this is ridiculous. It's the way that you speak. Explain. It's not. It's not necessarily an accent because I can respect somebody with an accent, but uh, like, okay, uh, the way people say orange. <laughs> Now, hey, I feel like he's talking about my New Orleans folks. They can't help it, okay? It's not just y'all. It's people from Baltimore, too. It's not just y'all. I promise you that. Because New Orleans it's folks say orange. Huh? Because New Orleans folks say orange. No, nah, because they say that. orange and, or and no. Earl and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Cooking no. Earl. Stop. Oh, my God. <laughs> Pronounce the letters. It's orange. Please, Orange. like that. I'm sorry. I try so, and again, this again, like I said, this why they can't way. help it. But this is how their accent is. I know, and that's why for me, you get a grace because I understand it's the accent, but it's just certain things that just make you sound more uneducated. And Orange is not the one. I'm trying to think of what it is because there are some words that I'm really looking at you sideways, and I'm like, Ugh. don't say what's that word. Irregardless, Jesus. Who? <laughs> Who? Irregardless is not a word. Who? Exactly. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Who said that? A lot of people. Irregardless. Well, fun yes. fact: It actually is a word. What? Since when? Yeah. Since, since, always. So it's so it's a it's a nonsense word. But like apparently it's 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 it, it's so irregardless and regardless mean the same thing. It's a weird quirk of the English language. Oh my god, mm. this is the problem with the English language. <sighs> but okay, um, like I said, if you have an accent, I can a hundred percent understand, and I will give you some grace on that. But. There are certain things, and when when I see, I'm gonna point it out. I'm gonna post it maybe in the comments or something. Because again, there are certain ways that people say certain things, and it just like, no, just no. It's not a red flag though, but it's definitely like a. It's like one of them seesaw moments. Like I might be okay with this, or you might irritate me at some point. That's mine. What's y'all's? Oh, oh wow. We're talking. I don't comments. know because I get I get irritated quick, and once I get irritated, I cut you off. <laughs> that might not be a good thing. 
But we're still talking conversation red flags or just in general. Yeah, conversation red flags because we're still again we haven't moved past like date number one. Talking a lot about nothing that that would irritate me. Okay, like get like not having a point. Like example. What is what is it? What is the thing? I don't know. See, I hate being put on the spot like this. But I have this stuff I have to think about. I was gonna say it's kind of hard to talk about nothing. So, like, what are they saying? They just ramble and rant about irrelevant things. Okay. And that that kind of irritate me after a while. I wouldn't say it's a red flag, but it's more like an irritation. Okay. And in my head, I'd be like, yeah, you ain't never got to worry about me again. Okay, so what are some, like, real, real, real red flags when it comes to, like, what's, again, what's going to make you say, hey, this is great, but I'm never going to see you again? We're having a conversation about a certain topic and our beliefs on a certain topic. And we may have different beliefs on this certain topic. And they get upset with me because I have this particular belief and wanna mm-hmm. and wanna kinda like judge me or down me because I believe differently than what they believe, if that makes sense. So well, going back kind of to like the closed minded thing. Yeah. Okay. I agree. I agree. Or also, like, just belittling the things I like to do. That too. Because, because I'm be honest, I'm I'm still I'm still somewhat of a kid at heart. So I like. Oh yes, of course, I'm a big kid at heart. Like I'm gonna be on my PlayStation. I'm gonna play card games, whatever. So if that's an issue for you, like if you if you're like, oh, that's kid stuff. Okay, well, I'll kid stuff somewhere else. And you True. can find someone who's not into kid stuff. Okay. Um, or someone who uses Christianity as a reason to actually try to get in, get use, get what they want, if that makes sense. Ooh. Explain a little bit. I don't want to. I don't want to like take it there because I want to keep it PG. But there are some oh, people. Take it there. What? There are some people who would put on a persona that they're Christian or that they're saved or whatever, but then use that as a way to get in the bed with that person with with the person that they're trying to pursue. If that makes sense, I've seen that a lot. How does that add up? don't know but i've seen it like i've actually seen this post on facebook uh, it was a whole conversation he was oh i'm saved i'm this i love the lord i go to church every sunday i do this this and that but then within that same conversation he turned it sexual Mm, okay so that's kind of what i mean using your christianity to like manipulate that person into giving in or doing or it's like get what they want from you if that makes sense so basically, tempting someone to do the wrong, or yeah. manipulating Something someone like into into you a wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah, that's pretty the much one. pretty much. They're basically using that against you. I don't know how how to word that, but I hope y'all get what I'm trying to say. I do. 
yeah. wolf in sheep's clothing. And I feel like that that doesn't even necessarily apply to to your faith. That could be anything. Yeah. Like just yeah, oh, I like that true. too. And, you know. Yeah. What about the way that they eat? I hate people who chew with their mouth open. <laughs> I hate people who smack. I'm just trying to think of things that will come up on a first date. Cause like, I don't, that's 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 a red flag for me. Okay, <laughs> it might not be a red flag for the next person, but that's a red flag for me. Like okay, mm-hmm. okay. Um, yeah, because I feel like some people overdo that. Like they do. Yeah. What about uh? Okay, because we're going back to like dinner and movie. What about tipping? If they don't tip, is that a red flag for you? Or is that yeah. like a question mark for you? Not necessarily a red flag. A, I would say that's a question it's Definitely mark. a question mark. Because like, okay. why aren't you tipping? Because I do try my best to tip. It may not be a lot all the time, but I do at least try to tip my server. I put the money in my server's hand before mm-hmm. I leave the restaurant. Okay. What about the food that they order? That doesn't matter. Because people, people are picky eaters. They don't eat, they don't eat a lot of... Right. That's not my business. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. If they're like overly picky. Now, overly picky, that's, I wouldn't say that's a red flag, but that'll irritate my soul. Like, bro, mm-hmm. you chose to come here or you agreed to come here. Why are you being picky? You should have yeah. researched the menu before we got here. Like, what if they're like, you know, my food can't touch and I'm oh, ordering potatoes, but the sauce has to be on the side, or you, you ain't got to worry about it no more. My plate a lot of people are like that, so I'm not. I'm not judging. I'm not judging that. For me, it it'd be more so like it'd be it'd be. I'd have questions about like, do you have special food considerations? Like, mm-hmm. what what's the reason for certain things? Because mm-hmm. like me, if if it's if now, it's just you being extra, then okay. Like now, I know people who have like food allergies like they, they would before but but they would call the restaurant before we even go like i know i my uh my old pastor she could not eat food cooked in peanut oil so she would call like we would give her like recommendations of, like if she okay so she would take um her mentees out to eat sometime and she would ask us to give her give recommendations so we can like make a reservation so she would actually call each one of like whoever we decided to go with, she would call their restaurant and ask them do they cook their food in peanut oil. Now that I get because that's, yeah, that's, that's different. That's a life and death sometimes. Situation. Right. So like with stuff like that, like if you have like a a peanut allergy or mm-hmm. any other type of food allergy and you 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 you're picky about that, that's fine. Because at the end of the day, I don't want you having a a, a reaction on me because I'm not gonna know what to do. Yeah, so like if, when it comes to that, I don't mind that. But if you're just being extra picky for no reason mm-hmm. or just, just to give the server a hard time, that's really going to irritate my soul. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think like what other things could potentially come up on a first date that you're kind of like. But I think we talked about some good yeah, ones. So, we talked hygiene. We talked conversation. Yeah. We talked like potential roadblocks. Mm-hmm. So hopefully all goes well, at least on the first date. So you yeah. have a second. So, ooh, question. So yeah. 
if you don't see a, a second or third date in the near future and you, you actually don't see yourself talking to that person ever again, do you ghost them? Or do, do you, not. Or do you send <laughs> a do, message? Do, do not. Actually, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you ghost them? Or do you politely send a message like, hey, uh, I enjoyed the first day, but I don't see any more dates in our future. So we could either stay friends or we could just like, no, this is our love of all that is holy and heaven sent. Do not ghost nobody. Have y'all ghosted someone before? Absolutely. Do not, <laughs> do not do it. Okay. So how how are you going to give advice and not ghost nobody? You because it. I know that it's wrong. I'm not <laughs> saying I'm not perfect. I have done it. Yes, I have, and I know how wrong it is, and I'm not going to do it again. It was I've wrong. It. I apologize. Don't know. Okay, because th this this kind of goes back to this is a cycle. You know, the whole hurt people hurt people. You ghost somebody. They don't know what they did wrong. They continue to do that thing. They now hurt the next person and that person carries that to the next person. And no, just be straight up honest. And okay, be now I feel you because I've ghosted a couple people. I know. We're not doing that. It's 2022. <laughs> Y'all can have grown adult conversations, please. Just tell the person, listen, I appreciate the dinner. I enjoyed the movie, but I don't think that our values correlate with each other. I would appreciate it if you never talk to me again. Like, don't say that. No, but <laughs> just say something now, along what? the lines of, I appreciate you, you taking the time out to spend with me, um, but I just don't see this, you know, going any further than the first date. I wish you the best of luck on your journey, but I'm going to can you continue mine elsewhere. Okay, with that being said, it's 2022. People ain't got no mind. People are crazy. Um, yeah. People don't take rejection well. So what if you do that and, the, and in return they get upset and then they go off on you? Like, that's not my problem. People are right. crazy. That's a personal that's problem. That's not my problem. Now, when you feed into that, that's when it becomes your problem. If you said what you said and you were honest with that person, whatever they say after as far as like getting mad and upset or whatever... If they're if the response ain't nothing but I understand, I appreciate your time too. So what if they don't take one? no for an answer? What you mean not taking no for an answer? <laughs> there are people out there that do not take no for an and, answer. And you are not that you not even in my circle. You not know. I, I wouldn't even see them coming into to my season. Because again, my intention going into this is is we have kingdom minded uh uh mindsets granted there could be a lot of people who try to skate by blah blah whatever and you don't see their true colors yet that's fine so if it's one of those situations where you don't see the real them until later we not entertaining that like what you mean not taking no for an answer like you don't know where i live <laughs> you don't know you know where i like you don't know nothing so this is the exact reason why we we go into places when we date people exactly so that and that goes back to your level of comfortability. If this person picked you up, you should have known them well enough to know that they're not going to do and respond like that. Because this should be somebody that you already are comfortable enough with to even get in a car with them. 
because you don't know where they can take you to. So that's the first thing. So always have your escape plan. So if you drive it separately because you don't know that person well enough, and then by the end of the date, you're like, okay, well, I've learned a little bit about this person and I don't want this to move forward. And you have that honest conversation and they can't handle it correctly. That is not my problem. You're going to see this block button and you're going to be arguing with yourself. I mean, I just, what, 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 what am I? Because again, when they, okay, they go off on you. And they're like, I don't understand because there are people that's going to be, I don't understand. I pay for your food. What you mean you don't want to see me again? You this, you I that. I wanted a free meal. Mm. What, am I, what am I saying back to this person that's going to get me any further? It's not going to change the fact that I don't want to see you again. Right. I can't chef you your $20 a day. I'm not even doing that. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. Because, I mean, if it means that much to you, but honestly... <laughs> look that that's that's also another thing and and that also depends if you know if you know before you even leave the table that you're probably not going to see them again maybe it should be on you to say you know what let's split this so that shouldn't even be a topic of conversation that could be an option for you let's split the bill and not worry about um you know anything further but do you think people are mature enough to do that these days again this is completely different. I don't care what you do outside of this kingdom relationship building. I'm speaking to people who are dating with purpose and intention. You are coming in already with the maturity level. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're not going to get to the kingdom relationship. So you not mm-hmm. even you not even in this conversation. If you still on um, you know that type of mindset, you need to go back to episode eleven. We passed that. We are mature adults in this. So you need to be able to know how to hold conversations. You need to be able to handle yourself accordingly. You need to know how to present yourself. Like all of this stuff, we're we're talking about people who are, again, intentional with what they're doing. They're coming into this saying, just the same way you're ready to search and find the one, I am too. So I'm coming into this um with the intention of of gaining something from this so i'm not expecting them to have that mindset again people cover up a lot of things but this is why we're quick to let them go okay 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 but let's 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 put a bow on this situation real quick so like we said, we went from scouting, we went from texting. I mean, we went from, you know, going to these places, finding these people, giving out our numbers. Now we're in the drafts. Now we are texting those, you know, however many you got, five, six people, maybe you're going on like a date here or there. You might go to breakfast with one, coffee with another, blah, blah, whatever. And then now after you spent all that time drafting on those first dates, now you're like, okay, time to narrow it down. And again, you can either narrow it down and say you want to date one person, that's skipping straight to preseason. If you just going to be like, you know what, I'm going to put my focus on this person to see if it goes somewhere, skip straight to preseason. If you still are questioning between like one or two people, now you got your little tryout section. This is where, you know, you might go on date two, date three, date four, and kind of see, okay, 
let's narrow it out narrow it out that's when you probably try to see like those true colors see them in different settings all of that we can dive into that next episode um and then afterwards you find the one that you're like okay this is it um this kind of area within um the courtship series is um like you can skip around and stuff so it really just depends on what your experiences are but again if you are skipping steps you have to really 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 um i would say let god lead you when it comes to that because you don't want to skip steps based on feelings and then it goes to the left facts but yeah that's the little bow on the present for you So what you think? You think you think people gonna be ready for a drafting season after this? I don't know. Again, we're speaking to a very specific group of people. <laughs> so we are hoping. And y'all, if y'all have questions, ask because we are nowhere near experts at all. This is I think this is just us talking from what we've been through and what we've learned. Exactly. So, so. and are still learning. Because to... I've been, I ain't gonna talk about that. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, to cover everything, it gets harder every day. So, Thanks. we gotta keep learning, we gotta keep navigating this thing we call life and this thing we call dating. Me and life, we, we be fighting head up. But I'm gonna need y'all to mature and hurry up because, like, I need y'all to be on this this season with us yeah i'm ready to go to some more weddings we need some mature people to get these relationships together so increase your maturity levels folks yeah because i want to come to some more weddings i like weddings weddings are fun to, to go to this is true and i want to be the reason hey i hooked them up Ooh. oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Talk though, like if y'all really listen to this, like give us a shout out at your wedding. I listen to the Christian Call Center, and that's how I found the one. I would like hey. to <laughs> matchmakers <laughs> over here, you know. <laughs> they had this courtship series, and it blessed my life. I took some notes and I found that one. <laughs> Look at God. Oh man, no, but anyway, y'all, that's about that time. Okay, so since we are in this uh, dating section of the courtship, I decided to pull the date night edition of tonight's conversation cards. Oh, Lord. Um, So these are some stimulating conversation questions to make the date night experience fun. So these are some potential questions that you can ask on your first date. Um, so question one, if I interviewed your exes, what would they say about you? Uh, you want to take this one, baby? Huh? 
I would hope they have good things to say. I mean, be honest. What would they what would they say about you? John, you go first. I don't know. <laughs> I gotta think about them. Um I've actually I've actually been told to my face what my exes would say about me. And it's sweet and kind of a pushover. Okay. I've been told I was crazy, but I don't think so. Have you been told by multiple people? No. Mm. I just, I just, I just, what's the word I'm looking for? I tend to speak on stuff when I don't feel like if it don't sit right with me, I'm gonna speak on it. So maybe that's when they get the crazy one. I don't know. That's how you speak on it. Mm. Probably because I do. I'd be like, so I just find it fun to have. Yeah, so mm -hmm. probably I, I can see it. I'm not crazy though. I'm really not. I'm just passionate. Mm. And I don't like my feelings to be played. That's a me. very common correlation. <laughs> Hey, don't do that. Don't, don't do, do that. that. That's normally people's response. Oh, you're crazy. I'm just passionate. Okay. <laughs> I know some crazy folks, and I do not scratch the surface of crazy. I just don't play. Okay. Next question. <laughs> um, have you ever? Ooh, this is going to turn me your crazy. Have you ever blown up, called, or texted repeatedly without getting a response someone's phone before? If so, what was the reason? What no. was the reason? No, I don't believe in blowing up people's phone. If you don't answer me, you don't answer me. And <clears throat> I'll talk to you when you text me back. Okay. I was having a conversation with this certain someone. What was and that? And a certain reason? someone went off on me and then hung up in my face. So I proceeded to call them back because what you're not going to do is curse me out and not expect a response. <laughs> so, How um, many times did you call or text back? Mm. I called four times back to back. But after that, I was like, you know what? Whatever. I'm going to catch you when I see you. So, um, <clears throat> yeah. But I had good reason. You're not just gonna curse me out like that and then hang up in my face without me getting the last word. Mm -hmm. Okay. 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 Uh, <laughs> what What are three of your top pet peeves when it comes to the opposite sex? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I hate a messy guy. Okay. Like, um, who just leaves stuff laying around for no reason. Like, um, that's one. Um, I hate a guy who, I wouldn't say hate. But another pet peeve of mine is a guy who likes to be seen. 
who basically does stuff for the attention, if that makes sense. I experienced that. Um, number three. One who thinks he knows everything. Mm. We don't like that. Like they're always right about everything and they're never wrong. Yeah, we don't do that. Okay. John. Yo, you gotta answer this one too. Me? Oh yeah, you. You do this every episode. I don't be thinking about answers. The people want to hear your opinions too. All right, so you got question? time to think? Hold up. Your three pet biggest pet peeves about the opposite sex. So oh, while you thinking uh-huh. about it, John, okay. you can go ahead and answer. Okay. All right. Um trying to tell me how I feel about stuff. Oh, yes, yeah. I like I I get it, okay. I am not the most emotionally adjusted individual. I am well aware of that. However, don't tell me how I'm feeling. Okay? I absolutely, absolutely cannot stand being told how I feel. Okay? You might have an opinion about how I feel based on how I'm responding to you. But you don't know how I feel. Like, you feel this because you're doing... No. 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 Because then I'm going to get mad. And then you don't want to see that. Because then I'm not going to talk to you. Because you're telling me how I feel. So don't tell me how I feel. Two. Do not. Do not. Try to guilt me into speaking to you. Let me explain. Obviously, we working. You know, we got things to do. I got a life to live. I got bills to pay. If I don't respond to you as soon as you text me, do not take it as I don't want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Clearly, I'm not talking to you in the moment because I'm in the middle of something that I cannot pick up my phone and talk to you. Like, I get it, you know, if if obviously if 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 this is somebody I'm in a relationship with or, or we're heading in that direction, we want to talk to each other more to get, you know, to get the measure of each other, to get to know each other, to get to you know, explore those things. However, again, don't be like, oh, well, I guess you don't want to talk to me. Bro. Bro, please don't do that. Because if it's one, if it's, if it's one thing, and, and for me, that goes back to, again, telling me how I feel. Because you're telling me I don't want to talk to you when I, those words never came out of my mouth or were never typed in a text message. So don't do that. Um, number three. Um. Ooh, ooh, ooh! This is the one that that that. Oh, we need to talk 
and then like hey. and then don't bring it up all day Facts. like don't and i and and that's not even an opposite sex thing that's just anybody Facts. don't do that to people Facts. like if you got something to tell me then tell me bro like Facts. Like I can see if it's playful, like we you got a surprise for me or something. That's different. But if this is a serious thing that you feel like we need to talk about, talk to me because you just got me full of anxiety all day. Just the phrase itself, when we need to talk. Right. Like it's like, different if you say, like, "Oh, we'll we'll talk later." Yeah, like it's different if you say, "Oh, like I got you know something special that I'm planning," or if you say something like, "Oh, I want to do something," you know, like so you. There are so many other ways that you can hint to like a surprise. You know what I mean? Without saying the words, "We need to talk." Right? About because you just what? like for me, you just randomly throw that out there. Like, why? Right. Why? Why throw that out there and then not have the conversation you clearly want to have? Yeah, or at least date. be available. To have that conversation, like before you even say we need to talk, you could text and be like, "Hey, you got a second to talk?" No, okay, let me know when you do. Automatic, I forget. I'm automatically thinking something negative. Right. Yeah. Because why can't you just say it? Yeah, or just put it in a text message, and then if it requires a phone call, then we can make that a phone conversation. Or don't and say nothing at all, and just wait till you see me later. That, that too. Part, like, bro. Those are my three. Mm. Joe, you had time to think. What are your three? Um, the first one is overall, I cannot stand people who lack common sense. <laughs> it goes back to the knowing how to text and the knowing how to talk thing. It just reads uneducated to me, and I just can't. I really, really can't. Um, that's the first one. The second one is the narcissistic gaslighting qualities. Ooh, Jesus. Can't stand, it. Can't stand it. They'll make no sense. Um, and the third one, uh, this goes back to Brandy's kind of sort of, I am not a trophy wife. I am not a pawn. I am not a statue. I am not an ornament. I am not a showpiece. I'm none of those things. I'm an individual. I'm a human. I'm your partner. Treat me as such. Do not treat me as if I am, um, what do they call those people? Oh my God. I can't think of the phrase. But don't treat me as like the thing on, you know, don't treat me as an accessory. That's what it is. Do not treat me as an accessory. Mm -hmm. I'm not something to add on to, to your outfit of choice for the day. Don't do that. Mm. That's, That's big facts. Okay. Um, on a scale of one to 10, how would you rate yourself? As a potential spouse, <laughs> six. Explain. That's on the card. Ew. Oh. <laughs> I 
I don't feel like I'm financially, emotionally, or spiritually prepared for a partner in any capacity. So to be a spouse, even worse. Like, I got a lot to work on in myself before I'm like, let me add a wife to this. Nah, bro. (laughs) Well, I'm not getting married, so that question don't apply to me. Answer the question. <laughs> I just did. You don't know what God's plan is for your life. Answer the question. <laughs> um. Okay. So, all right, Dick. Since you want me to answer, it, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a six two because I, I I don't I don't want to be married. I'm at the point where I'm just really focused on me and getting my life together, getting myself together. I'm finna go to nursing school, so I'm focused on that. So I'm focused on graduating, getting the job, moving. Get my own, like, bossing up. So, and if God just will happen to sit next to me and be like, bring up in the sense of a husband, then I think about it. Ain't no thinking about it. God said what finna happen. What you mean, think about it? He got to sit next to me and, like, physically tell me, Brandy, you, I'm about to send you a husband. That's right, the only way I'm going to get married. Be like, I'm going to think about it. That's, the only, way I, that's the only way I get married. Whatever. <laughs> Joe, answer the question. I'm a straight 10. Can't tell me nothing. I'm qualified. All right, so I expect you to be married in the next year. Right. You can plan your wedding, sis. What you said? I said I expect you to be married in the next year then. Me too. (laughs) Oh, all right. (laughs) Where you at? Homeboy? (laughs) You hear that? You hear that call center fam? Joe is ready for a husband. She is, she is prepared to be a wife. If y'all yes. looking husbands. If y'all husband husbands. material only. We ain't accepting nothing less. Nothing less. Especially because that's my sister. So if you come in, you better come correct. And that's my sister in Christ. Big facts. Because you got to fight me. Okay? Dude, I might fight and you I don't fight Bill. What you say? I said I might fight you myself. You ain't making it past my doorstep, bro. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm gonna ask maybe like one or two more questions. Uh, mm-hmm. what which of your dating standards are absolutely non negotiable? Dating standards, John, like what are you not going to accept when it comes to dating going out? I'm not gonna be accept anything less than you treat me like a lady. Meaning, yeah. I, I I can be very traditional in the sense that, you know, holding the door open for me, paying for uh, my meal, or, um, you know, eye contact, stimulating conversation. Like, I want to know that you're interested in me. So, right. like, just proper etiquette in general, the way that you sit do you know how to eat with a fork and a knife like you know like things like that like i just proper etiquette for me i think is definitely something that is part of the interview process because i'm definitely like behavior focused so i 
I was in the beginning, I, I'm very quiet because I observe a lot. I watch people. I watch how they are. I watch how they, you know, they talk to other people, how they handle themselves, all of those things. So I'm paying attention to that stuff. So etiquette goes a long way for me because, you know, um, nonverbal communication sometimes speaks louder than verbal communication. Yep. So I pay attention to that a lot. Um, so that for me, I expect you to do that because when you know you do things when you hold the door open i mean that makes me feel like you got a couple you know you got some some good solid um men in your family that taught you right you know how to treat a woman how to make a lady feel special all of that kind of stuff yeah that's a non-negotiable for me yeah i'll say treat me real estate let's kind of go hand to hand with what you just said joe mm-hmm I'm gonna need to elaborate, John. What's yours? Um, I'm not a meal ticket, so give me the give me the respect. At, like, like don't don't bother saying yes to a date with me if you don't actually want to go on a date with me. Like, don't just use me for a meal, you know. Um, so um, like if you if you're gonna come out with me and then we're not gonna have like solid conversation like we're not gonna you know engage as person to person instead of oh we just happen to go out together to eat or oh we just happen to go out together to to go kart or whatever and because i'm paying you're like okay sure i'll go like I can do that with my friends, you know. Yeah. So I'm not a meal ticket. That's how I put it. Okay. All right. This this is a question you don't have to answer this question, but this is one of the date night questions that you definitely should ask somebody. Do you want to be in a long term committed relationship? Definitely ask that question, y'all. Because we need to know beforehand. You're not going to waste my time. Thanks. Um, Amen. Okay. Last question of the night. Uh, when you get married, do you plan to share a bank account or keep separate ones? Explain your answer. If I decide to get married, I'm going to do both. We can, we can have one joint account for like the important like household necessities, bills, groceries, um, stuff like that. But I, I will also have say we have separate accounts as well for our own leisure. Mm-hmm. Or for like emergencies. Yeah, a hundred percent agree with that answer. Definitely in both. That's it. John, you doing both? You doing one? What you doing? Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like it's common sense. Both. Okay. Cool. Well, that's it. Yay. Well. Get ready for draft day, (laughs) y'all. Yes. So great. Thank thank you guys for joining us uh, for another episode. Um, 
as we stated, we are moving through our courtship series. Um, we kind of threw a couple episodes into one, but we will probably dive deeper next episode since we kind of talked about four seasons in one episode. Um, so we'll give you a little bit more next week, but this really was the drafting episode. Um, so like I said, if you are not ready to move forward, go back to the beginning, go back to that episode on Ruth, rewatch, take notes, go to the scouting episode, rewatch, take notes or re-listen, sorry. Um, or listen again. Sorry, that was not proper English. Yeah, don't be afraid to correct yourself, people. Um, yeah, but listen again and again and again and again until you're like, okay, I get it. I know what I need to do. I'm ready to go to the next step. Then join us here again for this episode. Listen again and again and again and again. Um, we will be back next week for... A brand new episode. Uh, this will be the tryouts episode. Um, and if you want to continue in the conversation of our question cards, because we had a lot of fun at our afterburner last week when we asked those relationship debates cards. So I will be asking more questions from the date night edition of tonight's conversation. So join in the fun. Be there for afterburner 845 p.m. Central Time. It's going to be fun. It's going to be lit. It's going to be a bunch of laughs because that's where the real party is at. Thank you guys again for joining us at the Christian Call Center where Jesus is on the main line and we're online too. Good night, Good night. everybody. Peace.